Hello and welcome to another episode of Grow Like a Pro on 610 WTVN with your hosts, Adam Bankhurst and Ron Greenbaum. And you know, Grow Like a Pro is a show all about learning how to achieve your goals and dreams as a business owner, but it's also about growing as a person and hearing from some incredible people from all walks of life, how they found success in their life and have overcome challenges. And this week, we are super, super excited to welcome Graham Anderson, the CEO of Anchor Fitness and Performance to the show. And Graham, we couldn't be happier to have you join us. Welcome. Thank you so much, Adam. Excited to be here. Yeah, definitely. I know, you know, Ron, the the quote unquote pretty face of the podcast helped set this one up. So Ron, you you know Graham a little bit, don't you? Yeah, he, um, you know, Graham uh, was my fitness instructor. And I got to tell you, you know, when I first started with Graham, I was in really bad shape. And when I ended, I was in work. No, I, he was amazing. He really was amazing. And I was coming <laughs> off a pinch nerve and therapy and told him what my ailments were. And he, he was perfect in terms of uh, exercise regimen. And uh, he, he wasn't the easiest uh <laughs> Uh, but it was fun, and that, that's why I kept going. Yeah, and so, well, you so, were the easiest client, Ron. You, you were fun to work with, though. <laughs> Always so, kept me on my toes. So Graham is pretty much responsible for the pretty face right now. So that's, 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 a, that's a pretty important <laughs> guess, I'd like to say. Pretty body. <laughs> yeah. <there you> go. <laughs> <laughs> so Graham, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and you know the company, Anchor Fitness, and just yeah, for people who have no idea who the wonderful Graham is. <laughs> sure. So um, I have a background in uh, fitness, obviously. I spent about 16 years in college and professional athletics uh, working for uh, the University of Hartford, uh, Coastal Carolina. I had two stints at USF. Uh, I spent some time with the New York Yankees as well as uh, – an internship with the Jacksonville Jaguars. And um, I had a, a, a great career, had a lot of fun. Uh, I learned a, a lot about working with um, individuals that have a large ego. Uh, and even though they've gotten to a high level of, of fitness in their life from a uh, movement standpoint, they might not be in the best overall physical shape uh, to perform those said movements. So, um, after about 16 years of doing that, I decided to go out on my own and, and see what the, uh, the, I guess, for lack of a better term, the civilian population, uh, if they would, uh, like that style of training. And so we started anchor fitness, um, uh, in 2018. Wow. It's been a while, oh, wow. 2018. And we started it with the intent of, just providing uh, the best personal training, the best fitness training, the best education that we possibly could uh, in the Lakewood Ranch uh, area. And from that, it grew into working with uh, homeowners associations. It grew into working with different communities, uh, the uh, utilizing, teaching the community how to utilize their, um, their part system even better and it's just it's just been a, a wild ride a wild three years um and uh it could not it could not be more fun or, or more enjoyable or even more rewarding I, i've never had this much fun just not i mean i don't work i, I play all day long yeah 
yeah, I mean, you do, you do what you love and it's, I'm sure it shows. And, you know, I'm kind of curious too, because, you know, we, we were talking a bit before um, the show started about how, you know, you're not, you're not everywhere. You're not like all over websites or social media, or like a lot of these things, but you still have like an incredible word of mouth and have, have built, I'm sure an incredible client base, including yeah. the amazing Ron Greenbaum. So <laughs> I, you know, I'm, I'm kind of curious how that, how that strategy has worked, especially, you know, especially in a time of, you know, people saying yeah. you need to be online and doing this stuff, but yeah. it seems like you're finding success even, even without it a lot of times. Well, um, when I was still working in, in the, the college ranks, I read a book uh, by uh, Michael Gladwell, Malcolm Gladwell, excuse me, Outliers. And, there, you know, it's just all kinds of great little stories. But the one that stuck with me was, and again, I'm, paraf I'm, I'm paraphrasing here. It's been a while. Yeah. But it was, it stuck with me because it was exactly how I would say, I'm going to set a business up. It was just, a, it was about a gentleman who wanted to be a lawyer, um, had some had some different strife in his life and, and had uh, was not able to get into the right law firm and was not able to get into the right type of law. So he had to study. Uh, I believe he had to study uh, commercial real estate, which wasn't big uh, back in the I think this was like in the 1920s, 1930s or something. Maybe it was later than that, but again, I I I, I regret I regress there. Um, <laughs> he, he said he became when New York had the boom. He became the go-to lawyer, and he became the guy that knew everything about uh, corporate law and real estate law. And he built such a, a good, solid business up with his client base. Uh, that at the end of the story, it said, you you might walk by his office every day and not know it's there. And if you do know it's there, uh, or if you're one of the lucky few that do know where it is, when you walk in there, you walk in with an open checkbook and know that you're going to get the best service out there. And it just, it costs what it costs. And I, that resonated with me um, that, that you don't have to, if, if you're good at what you do, people are going to come find you. If you're good at what you do, word of mouth will spread. And um, it's, you know, it's that old, like a slow cooker. Uh, you know, things don't happen. Easy money is, is easily lost. And, but if you're able to slow cook it, build a, a good client base, the, the, the success uh, however you define that will come, it will be there. That's great. You know, I'm a testament of that. I found Graham through a friend and, uh, he, he almost forced me to call. Him. <laughs> he, he, loved, he kept saying, you got to meet this guy. Even if you don't, you got to meet him. You got to meet him. He's the nicest young man. He's got a great family, great background. He just kept pushing he didn't have to push me hard because I was really looking to uh, get back in shape. But, uh, you know, Graham always over delivered. I mean, there, there was no getting around. I looked forward, you know, even though sometimes it was early in the morning. And, <laughs> you know, I, I was living uh, at that point where I met him. I was living in Florida. And uh, anyway, uh, it was uh, it was great. I mean, it really was. And, you know, uh, 
he's exactly everything he said is exactly right. You know, you have raving fans. You didn't just have uh, people wanting to work out. You know, you have raving fans, uh, and uh, it was very obvious to me when people walked in the gym just to say hi to you. They uh, they were when they were clients. They were just you know very very uh, friendly and honest about how great you were with helping. Ron, uh, what's your Venmo again? I think I owe you some money for that one. <laughs> I know it worked out quite nicely. But so, Graham, do you have do you have like uh, you know your own home gym, or do you go to? No. I know you said you work with a lot of like you know other other gym places, but are you kind of like a traveling fitness guy? So what what we did was uh, building different gyms throughout my career and ordering equipment. I knew the overhead of owning a gym, owning space, owning, you know, uh, brick and mortar, which everybody talks about these days. Uh, the, the initial cost of starting a business is, is substantial. And me coming from uh, the fitness background, or excuse me, the college and professional background, uh, I didn't have the, the, the wherewithal or, or the, the, the means to do anything along those lines, but I knew that there was something there. Um, so I went to homeowners associations that had gyms that were just, you know, you kind of, it was something you kind of just walked by. Oh yeah, we have a gym. Oh yeah, we have it. Yeah. We have a community gym and nobody ever thought twice about it to me. I thought, well, you know, this, this community has this gym. If they actually utilized it the correct way and provided top-tier services to their residents, you might have a, a, a new revenue stream for the HOA. You might have a new way to promote uh, esprit de corps within the community and, and, and have people stay there versus, you know, going out and joining an, uh, a, a commercial gym outside that would have the same equipment yeah. which you did right there uh but now you have to travel and you have to do that and, and so there was a time commitment there uh from a client-based standpoint so i just thought it'd be a good idea and and so i pr approached a, a couple communities and they said yeah go ahead you know if if you want to train here go ahead uh and i will just hang out i would just I was that creepy guy in the corner. <laughs> you know, I mean, I mean, no, I mean for, yeah, for lack of a better term, but I would talk to people. I would, you know, let them know who I was. I would help them if they had questions. Uh, and I, I was basically just doing everything I'd always done in the past um, and, and hoping uh, that they would want some services. They would want more than they, they were currently getting out of, out of their own fitness regimen. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, so that's, that's kind of how anchor fitness started. That's, that's a, yeah, it's a very interesting story and I like to see how it kind of evolved and grown and I'm excited to kind of dive a little bit deeper, but we do have to take a quick break. So make sure to stay tuned to 610 WTVN and we will be right back after this short commercial break.
Hello and welcome back to Grow Like a Pro on 610 WTVN with your host Adam Bankhurst and Ron Greenbaum and our special guest, Graham Anderson, the CEO of Anchor Fitness and Performance. And we want to remind people, if you missed the first segment, if you're new to our show or if you've missed any of our previous shows, we want to remind everyone that Grow Like a Pro goes live on 610 WTVN every Saturday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, but we also go live on podcast services around the globe at that same time. And you can hear from some other incredible guests that we've had on the show, including the full episode of the wonderful Graham Anderson. So without further ado, I do want to jump back into the story about Graham, but you know, we, we, we always like to start with the top level. Who are you? What do you do? All that kind of stuff. But now we want to dive a little deeper. So Graham, a question I always love to ask people, was fitness always the plan? <laughs> no <laughs> no i i wanted to be your 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 next Derek thomas i wanted to be your next uh um i, I wanted to be the next great defensive end uh in in professional football i told everybody that from day one and um i did have an opportunity to play uh a college football uh at west point and um i when i got there i had an unbelievable strength coach uh named scott swanson uh, who's still up there right now and uh watching him interact with the cadets and watching people just love everything he was doing when he was making them so sore <laughs> and just <laughs> and beating them up and and, and crying and, and and passing out and you know just physically asking people to do more than they, they thought. I, I started to find that fascinating and I really gravitated towards uh, Coach Swanson and everything he was doing. So uh, I was, unfortunately, I, I've had two right surgeries on my right shoulder. I have three pins holding my right collarbone together. And um, due to that, I became non-commissionable um, and I had to leave the academy uh, but Scott had set that plan in my, in my head of, of being a strength coach. So I did everything I could to be that. Um, and I went and met some other strength coaches. I met Al Jean down at coastal Carolina and he taught me how to work in a very small space. So, you know, you're going from a, a top tier D one school that's got unlimited supplies and you know the the equipment out the wazoo to a very small school in uh conway south carolina or myrtle beach how everybody went you know they're right next to each other but it's really in conway i don't care what anybody says <laughs> <laughs> but you know we were in we were in a basically a shoebox and uh al taught me how to work with limited space limited equipment uh, I'll never forget one day we uh, we tested three exercises and then we uh, utilizing resistance, utilizing uh, weights, iron, and uh, we tested those numbers. And then he did not let me touch a weight, touch a physical weight for six weeks. Uh, so you had to learn how to do the manual resistance stuff. You had to learn how to go outside and maybe chop down a tree and then utilize that tree for lifting. Um, and then you, then we came back in six weeks and we retested and the numbers had gone up and that opened my idea of it 
to, it doesn't matter what you have, as long as you understand how the, the muscle tissue works, what, and the goal of what you're trying to get out of each movement that you're implementing and that you're asking the person to do, if you can have that simple concept, uh, strength, uh, tendon strength, muscle strength, uh, bone density will be there in the end. The, the byproduct will happen. Uh, so that, that really uh, set me down a great path of, of, of no matter what situation I was in, I was going to be able to train somebody. And then, you know, my, my career kind of just took off from there uh, with USF, with the Yankees and uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars. And um, I had a lot of fun, uh, but I learned that there was something missing um, when I was training my athletes. We would always talk about the wins and losses. And I, and I couldn't tell you one of my, uh, one of the teams that I worked with, I could never tell you one of their records. Uh, but I could tell you how much everybody lifted. I could tell you how much when, when one of our athletes had a breakthrough. And so even when we had bad seasons and, you know, you're sitting there talking with the coaching staff about how bad it's in my head. I'm like, Oh, we had an awesome season. You know, Jared, Jared vert went up four inches and uh, we didn't have any, we had no ACL injuries this year or, you know, in my, and so I had a disconnect with what the team goal was. And so I had to reassess and um, of, of what I was doing. And, and that's kind of how I started to get into the idea of maybe going to be in my own boss and, and, and trying to have goals align uh, with, with, with what the outcomes were. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so and you know, it's uh, especially looking back at some of your history and stuff. It's, it's very interesting to see where, you know, you, you started, you know, at West Point, and that was like obviously a huge school. And you mentioned you go back down to Coastal Carolina, which is still a great school, but much smaller. And then you kind of go up to the big leagues, and you're kind of you kind of got to see <laughs> a little bit of everything, which I thought was really interesting. So, yeah. you know, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm definitely curious about, you know, how how what was I mean, what other takeaways did you have from, you know, working with these professional teams and and working with that? I mean, it looks like you know you were with the Yankees in early 2000s, yeah. and, and then yeah. how long were you with the Jaguars for? Just uh, just an internship during us uh, right after we draft right after the draft. I oh, think it gotcha. was rookie uh, rookie camp. Gotcha, gotcha. So were you, I'm, I'm assuming you were still kind of involved with everything and going yeah. through all the all the stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was with Marcus Sanovich and Marcus Sanovich is one of the smartest men that I've ever been around. Um, he was with the Bucks under Dungey for forever. Yeah, and um, uh, it, it, one of the lessons that always stuck with me is perception is reality. So, you know, no matter, no matter, no matter if if the team is winning or losing, it, well, let's just say if it, if a team is losing, but yet everybody feels strong, the perception is this is a weak team. So the reality is a very it could be a very strong uh, physical team, but the the reality uh, or the perception becomes it's a weak team. So it's, it was, it's one of those things that always stuck with me on how do you present information? How do you uh, make sure that the, the mindset is there? Um, and, and how do you take somebody like the, uh, for now, it's just the, the, the people that I work with now, how do I take a 50 year old female, um, put her through a workout 
versus, you know, uh, working with Roger Clemens when he was with the Yankees. Um, it could be the exact same workout, but the way that you're going to speak to Clemens and the way you're going to promote why you need to do these exercises is going to be a little bit different than why you're going to promote or ask this uh, 50-year-old female to do the same exact exercises. So it, it's, a, it's a fascinating, uh, fascinating field. Yeah. He's really a smart guy. I mean, I, I knew that from when, you know, you worked me out. I mean, you, you know, I think it takes that to, you have to be a good communicator and you've yes. got to uh, <laughs> you know, have a, a, a plan or a goal in mind for yeah. each. And that's what you did have. And I, and I appreciated that. Yeah, that, it, you were a lot of fun to work with, Ron. Uh, one of the things, you know, piggybacking off what Ron just said, you know, it's it's kind of funny because you work in an environment that you basically have 205 bones. You have 650 muscles. It's it's a finite mechanism that you're working with when you're working with the human body. And so it's, it's very simple to pick out exercises that are going to manipulate the structure in a certain way. People are going to perceive things differently. And that's one of the big things that I took away from Coach Asanovich is uh, you have to find what makes that person tick and then hammer in on that so that they are willing to trust you to push their muscles, to push their structure beyond anything that they thought that they were capable of. And that's something that, you know, working with the with with the with the client base that I did in the athletic world uh really really translated well to uh the the civilian world yeah and what what is the secret to getting Ron Greenbaum to perform let let, let all <laughs> the audience know <laughs> the the, se the secret to, to getting Ron to to work out is counting down when it's going to be over. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is true, but he always counted. You know, After every exercise, yeah, we have 15 minutes left, Ron. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. I love it. <laughs> All you people listening, there's a secret to Ron Greenbaum, courtesy of Grant Anderson. Thank you for that. <laughs> oh, man. And, you know, on that note, at that hilarious note, we do have to take a quick break, but we'll be back with more stories of Graham. So make sure to stay tuned to, w to 610 WTVN, and we will be right back. Hello, and welcome back to Grow Like a Pro on 610 WTVN with your hosts, Adam Bankhurst and Ron Greenbaum, and our special guest, Graham Anderson, the CEO of Anchor Fitness and Performance. And if you missed any of our show so far, we've been talking to Graham about, you know, him starting, you know, his own fitness company and the journey to get there and where he's, you know, been to the highs of the fitness world and have learned from some of the best. And it's, it's really been a fascinating talk. And, you know, you've, Graham, you've built up your career and you've finally started your own business, did all this great stuff. And then our lovely pandemic started. Pandemic. <laughs> I know, especially in the fitness world, because, you know, fitness is obviously getting to the gym, being together, working together, working right. close, all this kind of stuff. So I'm sure it was a, a little bit of a challenge. So I'd love to kind of hear what, what that journey was like for you, uh, you know, coming up sure. on a year, my God. Yeah, I can't believe it's been a year. Yeah, it's Crazy. been one. It's a wild ride. So the the pandemic hits and 
you know, we, we don't know. No, the hard part was it was just, we didn't know. And so working with the client base I had, we, we, we erred on the side of caution and, um, uh, the communities that I worked in, we shut the gyms down completely. And I shut business down for six, six, seven, eight weeks. Uh, no clients, no training, no nothing. Um, and I did not know what we were going to do uh, from a fitness table because we didn't know where the pandemic was going to go. But we did, you know, we know that uh, being in close space is bad. We know that uh, physical contact bad. You don't want to, and you don't want to uh, have a lot of uh, water drip uh, driplets uh, and be in that same area. So I tried the online training. Uh, I tried it with a couple clients. I actually returned their money because <laughs> I, my value was not there. I was, my value is in watching the person's face, watching mannerisms, uh, seeing how they're reacting to movements, uh, watching different joints move. And I could not do that. I could not provide the service or the level of service that I, I thought that the client deserved. Uh, and so we stopped that. I tried making a YouTube channel for clients to be able to watch and, and have some kind of idea of how to work out at home. Uh, so we, we, we did quick 15 minute workouts. I uh, showed them what to do. I tried that. Um, and I, again, I didn't enjoy that cause I, I wasn't having my, the interactions that I was accustomed to with all my clients. So, we kind of just like, what are we going to do? And finally down here in Florida, we, we, they came up with some different protocols, some phases of how to open. So I worked very closely with a couple of the HOAs. We set up protocols on cleaning. We, we limited times. We set up ways for residents to sign up for times. Uh, we went through the space and we decided how many pieces of equipment uh, or excuse me, how many people could fit in this area safely in a time frame? Uh, we limited everything about 45 minutes. We kicked our people out. Uh, we kicked the residents out. We cleaned. We had another group come in. Um, we tested uh, for temperatures, uh, and we and we stopped all group all group fitness classes. Um, and it was just, it was just rough, but it felt good to get back into a gym. Oh, everybody was masked up. Uh, you had to have a mask on the whole time. Uh, and we found, a, a, a couple cleaning products, uh, that worked out very well. Um, and learned a lot about, we learned a lot about the, how the, the COVID, uh, lives inside of a protein and that that COVID, you can't really kill it, but if you kill the protein or if you have the protein get eaten around the COVID virus, uh, it no longer will live or, or be able to spread. So we utilized a, uh, a couple, uh, a company down here in, in Florida uh, and knock on wood, we had zero, we've, we've had zero instances um, with COVID in, in one of the gyms. The other gym uh, decided that it was not in their best interest to open at all. So 
they are still closed to this day. Yeah. Uh, so their residents still wanted to work out, still wanted to do things. So we had to find a local park. And we, I worked with the Man, uh, Manatee County and, and learned about their cleaning protocols, even on outside equipment. Uh, found out how well they cleaned their restrooms. So we had, a, we, I felt comfortable and I talked with the clients that wanted to do it. We, we had an outdoor area shaded with restrooms. Um, and I continued the same cleaning protocols that we implemented in, in one of the communities uh, into an outside environment. And again, so far, knock on wood, uh, we have not had any instances and we've just been slowly bringing clients back on. Uh, but it was, it was zero, we were, we were at zero income, zero revenue for the longest period of time, 30% for three months, back up to 50. And, and, and now we are, we are back up to pre-COVID numbers uh, but it's not without, you know, it's stress. Every morning you wake up, did a breakout happen in the community? Uh, it, so far it hasn't, but, you know, that's the stress you wake up with every morning. Well, yeah. I, I, you know, I have to, I remember I gave you a bit of a stress uh, <laughs> during the middle of a workout, if I remember correctly. <laughs> yes. And uh, that's when I lost like 30 pounds over, uh, a very short period of time yes and so in the middle of the workout i uh proceeded to pass out <laughs> oh, about today but graham Wrong. turned white as a sheet yeah <laughs> that Steve was a well then we're working out in the gym yeah that was a scary so ron decided it would be a good idea not to eat oh no at all and then come work out. And Ron does, I mean, I got to give him credit. Uh, he likes to push himself. And we were doing, uh, we were doing seated leg curls inside the gym. And he just started to kind of nod, lean to the right, nod a little bit. And he went out. I caught him, uh, luckily. Yeah. And we kept, we kept him there. Um, but his, the, his eyes rolled back. Uh, one of the people wanted to, to call a, uh, a, an ambulance, but Ron was actually there enough to say, no, 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 no. And I'm sure <laughs> it wasn't that he was, he didn't want to go. He didn't want his wife to know. <laughs> he was, he, still he was in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> and, well, well, what are we <laughs> doing? Is this part going to be deleted? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the secret is out. We'll see if Terry yeah. actually listens. Yeah. <laughs> so, but we kept, Ron stayed with us and uh, we hung out, we drank some water uh, and then we made sure he got home. Okay. But it was, uh, that was a, that was a, that was still, yeah. A, you, yeah. Were, you were, you definitely had a different demeanor uh, <laughs> after that. <laughs> yes. Yes. I, I was not willing to push you as hard as you wanted to be pushed. <laughs> and we had to make sure you ate. Exactly. Yeah. Well, you know, that's, it's, you know, talking about this story and yeah, I'm obviously giving tips and stuff. I, I, I am curious, you know, cause obviously, you know, are you, are you mostly just focused in that like Florida? What is it? Bradenton, Sarasota area kind of mostly. Well, that's, uh, yeah. So that's kind of where we, our focus is lying. That's where our success has been. Uh, but the, the programs that we're setting up can be implemented in any uh, community that, 
wants to provide a little bit higher service than uh, your regular community to their to their residents. If if a HOA uh, would like to reach out and, and talk about how do they utilize their fitness room, their fitness center, how do they get group fitness going? You know, that's that's been our bread and butter. And that's kind of what we do. We've already hashed out all the issues. We've already got all the bugs out of the way. So, right. Been yeah, done that. That's great. And, you know, obviously that that'd be great if other places can do that. But obviously it's a, you know, a little bigger, bigger of an ask, but I do kind of, I'm curious if you have any thoughts for, you know, people living in the pandemic who, you know, want to go back to the gym, but are apprehensive, like what kind of maybe tips you have or things people can look for to make sure they're doing it safely. Yeah. If you're, if you're going back to the gym, err on the side of caution with everything you do, wear the mask it, you can breathe in it. You're fine. You're, 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 you're not breathing in your own CO2, wear the mask, clean everything before you touch it. Do not make an assumption that somebody cleaned it after they got off and limit your workout to only one to two machines and then go home or, or do movement exercises, do lunges, do step-ups, do push-ups at home. Utilize the gym for the things that you definitely cannot get done at home. Um, that would be my biggest suggestion to anybody that's starting to get back into the gym. Cause again, we just, we still just don't know. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's, 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 I know it's like, you know, everyone loves the gym kind of makes it an excuse, but there's, there are safe ways to do it. And, and I think, I think that's a good thing is like, you don't have to go all out on the gym and run no. around and touch every machine. You can, you could do a combination of if there's things you need a gym for, do it safely. And then, I mean, there's so many options for, you know, at home work. There are so many options. Though. And, you know, with the gym is a lot of people use it as a social. Oh, Don't yeah. use it as a social anymore. Use it for what it's there intended for. And that's to, you know, stress the tissue out uh, and, and have a plan. Have a plan in place before you go in. Don't just go in and, oh, I'm going to do this today. Yeah. Have a plan in place. You know, if, I, if you really, gym, go ahead. Gym, you know, in my home and it's got about, 10 pieces of equipment. Adam, obviously, you've been in it, and I think I may have shown you some pictures previously. Yes, sir. Right now, it is a storage room for plastic uh, flowers that my oh, wife bought. <laughs> and, uh, oh, by the way, since you don't seem to be using the, the gym very much, I'm putting two foot tables in and covering them with uh, flower bases. <laughs> so, um, I'm, I'm, that's going to change here. Okay, I know you got to get that Graham inspiration. Come on, Ron. Yeah, you know it, <laughs> this it's is like using the it's right. like using the elliptical right. as a hanger. It's like people, do, yeah. Graham, you just need to create like an app where you just yell at all, like, everyone <laughs> to say, "Do it! Come on, let's go!" <laughs> Adam, I'll put you in. I'll be the yeller. You just you come up with the app. I'm there. We go. I got it. I got it. It's perfect. <laughs> oh man, you know this is this is fantastic, and hopefully we'll we'll bring you back on to see the update if Ron's workout room is still filled with flowers after oh. later, but that's the, until then we do have to take a quick break. So make sure to stay tuned to Grow Like a Pro on 610 WTVN and we will be right back for one more segment. See you soon. Hello and welcome back to Grow Like a Pro on 610 WTVN with your hosts, Adam Bankhurst and Ron Greenbaum and our special guest, Graham Anderson, 
the CEO of Anchor Fitness and Performance. And my friends, unfortunately, we are at my least favorite segment, the one where we soon have to let Graham go because it is the final one. So without further ado, I want to get back into the story real quick. And I think Ron has something he wants to ask Graham to start off this section. What you got for us, pretty face? Yeah, you know, Graham, had you ever thought about getting back into professional training with professional athletes, you know, with the pandemic hitting and your background? Mm -hmm. And I know you have huge connections in the industry. In fact, you know, Jacksonville, they uh, just got uh, Urban Meyer, obviously took over as the head coach there. And he brought Anthony Flagle down from Columbus to uh, be the strength trainer there. And the biggest thing at Ohio State was they were afraid he was going to steal their, you know, their current uh, strength coach. Yeah. And, um, but he took Anthony, who was on the air as an announcer and also had, Anthony was a business person with a very successful business here in Columbus, Ohio. And he decided to go down and become that coach. Is that something that ever entered your mind? Ron, that's a, that's a great question. I get that. I get asked that all the time by my clients. Why, why are you training me? You've trained all these other people. Uh, you've trained all these athletes. <laughs> and, and the thing that I go back to is when I finally got rid of all the minutiae, when I find that, when I found that where my passion lies, it, ne- it does not matter to me who I'm working with. It matters on, it matters to me watching that person light up, watching that client do something that they've never been able to do before. Having that client shoot me a text or give me a call. I've never felt this good before. That's where my, 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 my inner happiness comes from, from, I mean, I guess from what you would have to call work, work, uh, which I, I just play all day. Let's, let's all be honest with that. Um, so, so the answer is no. Um, the the stress of 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 not having not having my goal uh, of having an athlete, let's just say, for example, do so much better in their exercise, do so much better in their vertical jump, run better, feel better, but then the the end goal is the win loss. Uh, it doesn't align with my my personal needs anymore, and, and so. I am 100% happy just training my clients that want to get better, that have an individual goal. And I get the challenge of trying to get them out of their comfort zone, out of their ego and pushing them beyond anything that they thought was possible and going beyond what they thought was possible with their goal. So that's, I'm, I'm kind of stuck in, in, you know, it's, it's rough being me. <laughs> sure sounds like it i think it's a noble mission i think it's i think it's really it's a i think it's an incredible perspective from someone who like i said has been to like you know the top of the top and you, seen everything you and adam share the same you have, you really have the same job description having fun yeah. all that's true you know it's that's adam, we're, we're like best it. friends <laughs> that's what i'm saying <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yeah, a, and we should I go in the basement and do karate i'm ready i am ready <laughs> no it's uh it's, it's i think it's an incredible thing when i mean like i said you throughout this whole ep- episode we can tell how much you love what you do and i think it's it's inspiring and infectious in the good way yeah. excuse me well, yeah <laughs> that's funny that's well played the, du- the duplicity of that definitely yeah. well graham you know i wish we could keep this conversation going forever but unfortunately yeah. we do have to wrap up the show so i would love to give you a chance to say hey 
how can people get in touch with you if they, you know, want your help, you know, through HOA, through fitness, whatever? Yeah. So if anybody's interested in ever utilizing the service or just talking about fitness, I mean, I'll, I'll talk shop all day long. You can uh, reach out to us uh, at anchorfit941 at gmail.com. You can check out our Instagram, which is anchor underscore fit. Uh, we're on Twitter. Uh, excuse me. I'm on Twitter. I took the business not on Twitter. Um, we're on Facebook under anchor fitness and performance. And you can kind of see some of the things that we're doing with all the communities. Um, if there's an HOA board out there that's interested in, in enhancing uh, what they currently give to their residents, reach out. I'm here to talk. I'm here to help out however I can. I, I enjoy what I do. I'm, I'm one of the lucky few. Um, Adam and Ron, I really appreciate you guys having me on today. Oh, and, uh, this has been awesome. This has been a lot of fun. Yeah, Graham, thank you so much. And yeah, hopefully we'll have you back on the future when all this craziness is over to see how you're flourishing and keeping, you know, changing the fitness world for the better. So thank you so much, Graham. Yeah, uh, Graham. Thank you guys. You guys have a great forward to this. Yeah, yeah Ron, it's, it's been a pleasure. I really do appreciate you putting me on, man. Definitely. And yeah, we really want to thank all you listeners out there who have taken their time to spend the show with us. And we look forward to coming back each and every week with more incredible guests. So make sure to stay tuned to Grow Like a Pro. And until next time, have a great day and or night. And we will see you next week. Bye, everybody. 